episode five, which is a split of the last one to this one. And this time we're going to give advice. We're not going to have any more depressing news stories for you. So Reddit user mcole142. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Title is Broken Hip, Surgery, Then Rehab. How did they do? Okay. Does it mean your... I'm assuming that what he's asking is your opinion and experience on people who have broken their hip, had surgery, and then had rehab. How did they do? And it is on the dementia thread. So this is oh. broken hip, rehab, surgery, cognitive impairment. Okay. My dad was fighting with his caregivers and fell and broke his hip yesterday. Oh. He's scheduled for surgery today and then by the end of the week moved to a rehab facility with the end goal of getting him to walk again. Uh-huh. My father is 82 and very deep in dementia, also extremely stubborn and combative. I'm wondering what the chances are that he will be able to recover enough to walk somewhat, even with a walker. Does anyone have any comparable experiences? And I did double check. I think the mobility was pretty, well, it was okay before. Well, by the sounds of his... Well, enough to fight anyway. But it doesn't say what the carers are assisting with. So without knowing the level of his mobility before, mm-hmm. it's hard to answer. But just a quick glimpse into this child's personality, I would say the chances would be fairly high if he's got that physical ability to walk because he, he clearly had the determination. The good thing with a broken hip is one they're very easily replaced and they actually encourage you to walk within 24 to 48 hours after having it. The reason I mention that is because one issue you have got with somebody who's got dementia who's broken hip post-surgery for any reason isn't necessarily going to understand they've got to stay in bed. That was my thing, like the catheter yeah. situation like, where they what the hell is this? pull it out of their own penis. Of course they do. They don't know why it's there. They look down and they think, what on earth is this? They don't remember why it's there. So that's the same thing. So that's obviously a risk is the immediate 48 hours, should we say. But if there was mobility beforehand, um, then it's probably fairly likely, to be fair. The, the difficulty will be obviously being able to track as the actual person is, oh, this is sore, or this is better today, or limits is my point. The mm-hmm. person isn't going to know themselves realistically in real time where they are on that spectrum of what they've achieved, or they won't know when something's too much, basically. But in physical terms, it's definitely possible. Obviously, wound care and things are a massive thing. It's a, it's obviously a fairly sizable chunk which is affected um, and the dressings need to be changed regularly and they're normally on for a good chunk of weeks so again um, to prevent any infection those dressings would need to stay there and they would need to be tended to and redressed accordingly so again the issue you've got with dementia is what's this what's under there what happened to me what are these and then often skin is stapled and it looks quite alarming and it looks alarming to somebody who's cognitively fully aware so somebody who isn't People mess with things, should we say, um, and obviously that complicates things. But So we do say getting from hospital into some sort of care facility where they can be monitored and watched yeah. like a care home would be the best. Obviously That's not going got. home in this scenario. The best thing would be, if this is actually accurate, that they're going to rehab as in a rehab unit, that would be amazing. The hospital that used to be around here, the little cottage one, that had a specific ward for that was brilliant. It's the uh, same type of thing literally my mum used to manage. So if you go to somewhere where it's specifically for rehab, for the elderly, couldn't be a better place. Because the stereotype just... is broken hip, that's it. Yeah, I mean, lots of people um, who are elderly, that tends to be what happens. But that's mainly because of, to be honest, I think massively 
influenced by social support. So if somebody falls and breaks the hip and they're uncomfortable and they're frightened and they're in an acute medical ward, the food is shit, they're uncomfortable, there's no one that can come and help them, they get sent home with a care package, they didn't want a care package, they don't know what that means, they don't know who these people are, they just give up basically. But if somebody has social support around them, think of our um, previous neighbours, yeah, it yeah. makes a big difference though, right? Just yeah. Someone just to pop in and, and be like, are you okay today? Do you want me to do yeah, anything? The surgery, whether you've fallen and broken it or it's deteriorated and you just need the surgery, you're kind of going from surgery to rehab. It doesn't matter whether you... It's a big jump. As long as you've not fallen and done yeah, something else. Yeah, no, it's a big jump. And suddenly, even this chap who's fallen and broken his hip, he, he was standing before he fell and broke his hip. So all mm. of a sudden, like, oh my God, I now can't stand. It's a big shock. So again... It's what comes after the injury is what's really, really important. So if there is a rehab unit as a specific rehab unit available, 100% go there. Um, If care home's the only place that's actually being suggested for rehab, then it would be picking one very wisely. And it's easy to say and it's hard to do, but make sure it's adequately staffed because obviously anybody with dementia recovering from um, surgery needs to have somebody yeah. with them. The monitoring is going to be the biggest issue. Yeah, it? So definitely. Are they just getting up and trying to walk around? Are they taking dressings off? Are they doing Are they hydrating? Things? Are they keeping themselves circulated? Have they got stockings on to keep that perfusion in their legs? Are they having to take some medication because of that? So there's lots of things that come with any surgical procedure any time in anybody's life that still needs to be maintained at this point. Um, so as long as there's if the right care in place and there is some social stimulation... I'd say it's fairly likely. Mm-hmm. And then lifelong physical activity to try and stay strong and supple because... It comes straight back to the... Obviously, with old point. age, you become a bit more fragile anyway, but you've bro- fallen and broken once. Well, that one's safe because yeah. that'll be made of something that won't break. So generally, and they last years and years and years, you know, they're, they're absolutely phenomenal things. I think most people, maybe if we're lucky enough to reach the age of... 70s and 80s it'll probably become one of those mandatory things where you have to go in to have your pelvis replaced or something crazy give this guy some hope then basically 100 percent. yeah i'd say that's fairly likely i mean there's other questions in there it's like well why was he fighting with the carers what's you know what, what unless they were just going in to make him a sandwich and he yeah who are you yeah, but then that comes up with secondary issues, doesn't it? Because of that sort of where the dementia's at. And um, you've got, you've got an other, Yeah, other questions. Plus then it's like, well, what happens after? So yes, let's say daddy's rehabbed and great, he's going home. But it's like you don't want to put him in a position where he's going to be then physically challenging with somebody else and hurt himself in a different way or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but generally, talking about the very basics, of he's bust his hip, he's gone for surgery, he's going to rehab can he make that journey successfully? I'd say, yeah, there's every chance. With lots of support. The right support. The right support. Mm. Yeah. But plenty of monitoring. Monitoring, so so he only moves when he should move, but then also he does move when he should move. The dressing stays in place and the wound stays clean, and that he has the appropriate either medication or mobility to make sure that he's not at risk of any... DVTs and things because naturally you'd be more still after surgery as all of us are and the body doesn't get used to that very quickly so there needs to be usually medical intervention and obviously nutrition hydration it's paramount at any time when we're, we're a bit vulnerable so post-surgery it's important okay we got some oh and pain relief also like he needs to make sure he's pain free because it's going to be damn sore and, and you again, know, why am I sore? Why am I sore? Why does that hurt? What's it? 
aggravation, agitation, and if there's already possibly some reasons why this guy might be agitated, then that would be probably one of the first things I would address if he was a patient on my ward. And then work everything else out after that point. Just remove his triggers, basically. Let's make sure this dude's not uncomfortable, and then we'll go from there. Okay, well, episode five is in the bag. Cool. Just forget episode four. It didn't happen. I Never had happened. forgotten. Thank you for reminding me. I would have remembered. Broken hips, dementias, that's all you need to worry about.